One, two, three, four. Palapalooza. Palapalooza. We're talking to you. I'm Palapalooza. San Diego, thanks for tuning in to Palapalooza. This week we check in with Cassie B. She's the lead singer of the Cassie B Project. And Cassie B and the Stingers. Cassie, how you doing? Looks like you are staying as busy as possible this 2020. Trying to, yeah. Been getting creative over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could jump right into your drive through show. Uh, you have a project, uh, When September Ends, Green Day Tribute Band. Uh, you had a drive-up concert. How was that? A little different, huh? Yeah, it was It was really, really cool. So that, that company actually does, like, cabarets. Um, and they've had some changes in like where they do it and everything. And of course with COVID, um, they decided to do the drive throughs So, or drive in. So it was really cool. Um, I was just kind of hired on to sing. It was awesome. And the whole drive in experience was actually, I really enjoyed it. I've heard mixed like feelings from other people who have done it, but I really liked it. Yeah, I, I didn't mind it. I saw Switchfoot over at Petco Park, you know, in the in the parking lot of Petco and nostalgic for sure. Not the same, a little different. But, you know, after songs, people would honk and flash their lights. I would assume it was the same at yours, right? Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was cool. Good old 2020. And that was um, a Green Day tribute band. What's your favorite Green Day song? Um, I mean, I do really like When September Ends, and that's the song that I actually got to sing, which was really cool. Summer has come and passed, the innocent can never last. Because they also, there's a, the Broadway musical American Idiot, and it's all Green Day music also, and so there's actually some extra songs in there. That I, I don't think they're like, you know, like just Green Day songs. They're from the musical. So we actually had some of those, too, that were really cool. They've got a lot of a lot of bangers, as the kids say, right? <laughs> they do. Yes. A lot of hits. Watching you on stage, it strikes me that you have very good stage presence. And then it struck me, you're a CYT kid, right? Yeah. Yeah, my daughter um, my daughter was as well there for a little bit. CYT seemed to really help you and, and kind of mold you into a performer, huh? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, I'm super lucky. I had nothing but good experiences. Totally. Um, I definitely, when I first started auditioning, I didn't get in the shows. Okay. And uh, so I worked on crew and, you know, had a taste of that. And, you know, it just made me work harder, you know. Um, and it really, like, drove me to be better and better. I remember my first dance class was terrifying. I don't know if you know who Vivian was, but... No. She was, she was very old school and very <laughs> strict. Okay. And, but it was, like, the kind where... You know, it was like that tough love, and yeah. I had never done any dance in my life. And then I took her tap class, and I pushed through it. I like almost cried the first day. I was like, "Get me out of here!" But it, like <laughs> those experiences always pushed me to just work harder. That's cool. I totally learned so much in CYT for sure. When would you have started with that? I would assume seven or eight. Yeah, I think so. I think I was in like fourth grade when I first auditioned 
Yeah, very cool. I wanted to shout that out. My daughter, Lyric, uh, was involved. She was a toy this last December in the Traditions of Christmas. Yes. I saw your mom there. Your mom attended. We got to shout out to your mom, Mary Bowerman. Mary B. The legendary (laughs) coordinator here locally. That's how I know her anyways. Um, Yeah, definitely. But yeah, it was a great experience for for me and and my family. It it was awesome. CYT, we got to shout that out. Yeah, we love CYT. So you have Cassie B Project and you have uh, Cassie B and the Stingers. We do. So Cassie B Project is our cover band. And, um, but we, I think it's because I'm from a theater background, I always just want to create shows. Like I want to, you know, I don't want to just do a four hour set. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, And so we have our Millennial Falcons show, which is Star Wars theme. Yes. And then we have our 90s tribute called Cassie B's 90s Remix. And those were just kind of specialty shows. And because, you know, a lot of corporate parties and things like that, like they want a specific, you know, decade or whatever. So we just kind of, we jumped into the Millennial Falcons thing um, because Ryan had a friend that throws these cosplay events. So... Okay. Every year during Comic-Con. Well, it wasn't during Comic-Con. It was it's another event that they do, and I can't think of it now. I'm blinking. But he would throw an after party, and a couple years ago it was at the House of Blues in Anaheim. Oh, cool. And um, he needed a band. And so we were like, what should we do? What should we do? Yeah. And I was kind of like looking on Pinterest just in general, and I came across this like little art, like, drawing of Chewbacca in like hipster clothes. <laughs> nice. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, and it just came, I was like, we should be millennial Falcons. Like it made sense. And yeah. we could like dress in like millennial style clothes, but have, you know, the helmets and all of that stuff. And so we've been really lucky. We've gotten to do like May 4th the past couple of years. And awesome. um, yeah, we were hoping to do comic-con or something but you know it didn't happen this year but yeah yeah Yeah, it's been a crazy year so what would your set list look like with that project and uh, and i would assume you do weddings corporate events these larger events right yeah so a lot of it was top 40s and we made it like very specific mashups so um we could fit because it would be like a half an hour set we could really only do a half hour set at a time because the helmets get so foggy and hot for the guys (laughs) so um we came up with like two solid 30 minute sets and then we would string in little star wars tunes so we did like like before my keyboardist was Darth Vader. So before his song, we had the like, but we made it like rock, you know? I love it. Um, I love it. And what else did we do? The Cantina song? Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. So we tried to string in those like throughout. So you still had, you know, those really recognizable themes from it, but more so it was like, it was basically like if they, we're here now, like living in San Diego, and you know they were a cover band. It was like that was kind of the idea, make them little millennials. So yeah. 
You're getting some good gigs. I see you playing up at Belly Up. You played uh, January. I think you played at the uh, convention center, right, for Nam. Yes, we did. That was the the deadline right before COVID, right? And then everything kind of shut down. Yeah. Yep, that was kind of our last big thing that we had for that we got to at least do this year. We had a lot of cool stuff this year, but you know, that's just yeah. it's just what it is, and it's all for a reason. It's all gonna you know turn into other things. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nam was awesome. We got to do like the biggest stage out in the front, which. We've always dreamt of doing, so we were super stoked. And then right after our set, we actually dashed over to Jam in the Van, and we got to do that. So that was so fun and really cool. Very cool. And that was with our original music, yeah. Yeah, so I was going to get to that. So Cassie B Project, more more cover-related, right, which is always fun. And, you know, being a DJ, I DJ, and like I mentioned, I work with your mom at weddings and stuff like that. People love to hear you know, top 40 and, and songs that they know. So cover bands are, are very popular and you can you can charge a lot of money for them too. Yeah. So that's cool that you guys do that. And then Cassie B and the Stingers is more originals? Yes. So that's our original project. Um, yeah. And we kind of looked at it, we always kind of looked at it from the beginning as, you know, using the cover band to kind of fund an original project as much as we could. Sure. Um, and it was hard because we would rehearse two days a week. So every week we rehearsed for the cover band on Tuesdays here in La Mesa. And then Wednesdays we'd drive up to our drummer's house, Phil, and we'd go rehearse the originals. So it was the same people. Um, same people, okay. We were spending a lot of time together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and really like rolling through it. So You guys must be very close. <laughs> yes, yeah. I love, I love all of them so much. They have... They're so special. Um, But yeah, we, it was hard because with the cover band, like that was kind of more my like fun outlet. Personally, I don't consider myself like a strong writer. It's like uncomfortable for me. Um, But um, my drummer's wife, Charlotte, she plays in our cover band too. She's like an extra or in our um, original band. And uh, she helped me write a lot, and she wrote a lot, too. She, she wrote a lot of the songs. And awesome. so it was really cool. Yeah, she's been a great teacher and a great, like, mentor in that experience. And then it was yeah. cool because our guitarist would write something, and then we would all meet, and we'd just kind of, like, go from there, and everybody add their things. Or if I had a melody idea or if Charlotte had, like, Charlotte came with just, like, full songs, like, kind of written yeah. lyrically and... She's like, here's this. You guys feel good on this? And we would just go. So it was really cool. It was very collaborative and a huge learning experience. Yeah. Uh, How many members? There are six in that one. Okay. So it's our normal cover band amount. It's the five of us. And then our drummer's wife, Charlotte, um, added in for it. And you mentioned Ryan, uh, Ryan Kilpatrick, fiance or husband? He's my fiance. Fiance. And your mom will be coordinating that, that wedding, right? (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't want her to do too much work. I know now she has so many people that can handle it so she can enjoy, you know. But yeah. I've kind of always told her, like, I'm just going to get my dress and show up. You can do whatever the heck you want because I know that you'll make anything insane, you know. Yeah, she's the she is the best. Uh, congrats to you and Ryan. How long have you guys been in the band together and that's is that sort of how you met through music 
Yeah, so we actually met seven years ago, maybe eight now. Um, we were in a show at SeaWorld together. That's oh, cool. where we met. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we did that show. We got really close. We started dating, and then they laid us off. <laughs> oh, boy. Like two weeks before Christmas, and it was like, oh, it was so sad because we had all gotten so close with everybody in the show. Like, there were kind of like three or four casts of the show. And yeah. um, so there were just a bunch of musicians. There were a bunch of dancers and costume characters. And yeah. so we were like, well, Ryan was already in a cover band at the time. And uh, he, he was like, I know how to do this. Like, let's just make uh-huh. our own, you know, and let's start working. Like, yeah. we have all these talented friends now that we could do this with. So that's when we started. So it was like, that was probably five years ago now. Okay. That we started the band. Yeah. Cool. And consistently been staying busy. Uh, your website, cbmusicproductions.com. We worked together on an event, I believe, right? I sent out a DJ and, yeah. and I think you guys did some live music, which was cool. Totally. Yeah. The weddings are, are long days, but they are so fun. Yeah, 2020 has been crazy. I mean, uh, you would uh, you would agree. Uh, I've had a lot of postponements. I've had a few. You know, it's starting to pick back up a little bit, but um, good. Definitely an unprecedented year. Yeah, are you are you picking back up with corporate and weddings? Not so not so much. Um, we're starting to get like we got a couple of New Year's inquiries, um, and we're actually playing a wedding this weekend just with our trio because. Um, you know, the wedding parties are just cut down so much because of all the guidelines. So, and we don't really want to be encouraging people to dance with this like rock and (laughs) dance band. So we were like, let's just do the trio. We'll just keep it, you know, just kind of background kind of music while they eat and visit and things like that. Um, but other than that, we're just kind of waiting because a lot of my um, band members too are, are still being very careful and we don't want to like push anybody into anything they're not comfortable with. So yeah. it's been harder to like, even if we do get an inquiry, it's like, well, okay, like, are we outdoors? Are we, you know, going right. to be separated? And it's almost like more work where it's like, you know, we can just wait until everyone's kind of on the same page. Right. Yeah. And I think, I think you would agree with me that, uh, you know, I would advise people that are getting married in 2020 to just postpone as, as hard as it is to say that being in the industry, mm-hmm. it's like, there's, there's so many guidelines and restrictions, you know, there are that's, and I mean, it just kind of steals the joy in my opinion. But I mean, if I don't know, there's couples that, you know, want it to be really small and relaxed and don't care to dance and all of that. And if that's the case, like have your, you know, intimate family kind of wedding. But like my, my girlfriend getting married this weekend, she's just, it's so, it's been heartbreaking to watch because she is such a like full out person. And so this whole thing has just been like such a disappointment in the way that she's had to cut down her, guestless so much like everyone has to wear their masks so she like she's like i want to see my family and friends face you know what i mean like it's just kind of so i think everybody's in just such a different place with it and you can't really like you know go one way or the other it's just kind of like 
do yeah. what feels right to you. And that's where Ryan and I are with our wedding. We're just like, you know what? Yeah. There's no point in trying to set a date because even into next year, there's still the guidelines, you know? Right. We right. just don't know where it's going to go. So you just got to do what feels right. I I said that I was picking back up. And, and by that, I mean that I've had a couple within the last, you know, month or two. <laughs> well, what's nice for you, though, is that it's just you. You know what I mean? Right. And you don't you can show up and kind of like do what you need to do, I feel, which is a great like opportunity, you know? Exactly. Yeah. They were polar opposites. I'm not going to name the venues, but the first time I was back, there were like no restrictions. I mean, it was a hundred people, not a mask in sight. Right to jail, right away. When was that? September. (laughs) Okay. Wow. Yeah. A few weeks ago. So, you know, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. I guess it's kind of up to the venue, right? To take the risk and enforce it as much as they want. I think some of them, yeah. Like, I know there was a venue that was kind of doing the same thing, like allowing it to happen, yeah. however, you know, however it was. And then, but at the same time, they had a restaurant that could see everything going on. Yeah. And so patrons were like calling them out or like maybe calling in on them, you right. know? So then they right. were like, you know what? We can't risk this. We don't want to be shut down, you know? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, hopefully, it gets back to normal soon. Hopefully, you guys start picking picking up. I figured we'd touch on weddings since we're both involved in that industry. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I I, I hope so. I mean, that I feel like you know, in this whole quarantine stuff, like the weddings are supposed to be a celebration, you know, and coming together and hugging and kissing and you know, know. so it's just like, and I feel like everybody really needs that. We need the like love and touch and, you know, all of that from our family and friends. And so it's hard, it's hard to, but then you also would like, you don't want to be that party that like, you know, everyone got sick from. I know. I know it's so conflicting, huh? Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's my job. My job, our job is to get people together and get them close and Mm -hmm. get them sweating on each other, you know? And it's kind of like, I feel like a criminal for saying it, but like my two weddings were packed dance floors, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And I feel like at the end of the day, it's every individual has their responsibility. Like, you know, if if you're older, if you're older, maybe you shouldn't go on the dance floor. You know, I didn't announce that or anything, but you know, if you, if you're unhealthy, if you have diabetes, maybe you should go chill outside while everyone's dancing, you know? Yeah, I think I think that's what's kind of been confusing about all of this too. Like, you know, all these guidelines and like even just like the man the mandates. Like, it's not really allowing people to choose for themselves, and so then it gets confusing right. because there's the people who are like, "I'm going to choose for myself," and then other people are like, "No, no, like these are the rules." You know what right. I mean? So it's confusing because yeah. you don't really know, like how to judge it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's tricky. It is confusing. And uh, the thought just entered my mind that you you do hair as well, right? Professionally. So you've been put through the ringer. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, okay. I have to say, I don't have anything to complain about. Um, well, that's very healthy. optimistic of you, Cassie. <laughs> it, well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I feel super lucky and super blessed because... Sure. I was able to get the PUA for a little while. I'm not, I haven't been on it for a while, but when it first was available, I got it. So that got me through. And, um, 
I was able to work things out with my clients. Like, you know, a lot of them, you know, need their roots touched up. So I, I brought all my color home and I pre-mixed it for them and sent it home with them. They just picked it up on my porch. So then when I did go back to the salon, I wasn't fixing like box color on them and, you know, or having to deal with like six months of roots. It was like, they were, they were at least able to keep up and we did it healthy and, you know, and so it was like, we figured it out and I wasn't, I'm just lucky to be, you know, we rent from my mom. She owns this house. Like, we're just really lucky in our circumstance. So mm-hmm. as much as I was put through the ringer, it's also really allowed me to, like, be home. And I never was. Never home because I was always at the salon or at a gig, you know. So right. um, I've loved being home. And I've loved, you know, my doggie is home all the time. So I get to be with her. And yeah. I just feel really lucky throughout it. I, I, I can't complain because I know a lot of people who have had it worse, you know, even if they right. are still working and still making their money, like, you know, family members right. have gotten sick or they've gotten sick. So I right. can't complain. <laughs> yeah, totally. So is your salon open back up or are you? Yeah. Yep. It's been open. Okay. Okay. It's been open. And it, that whole shutdown of the salons was just like a joke in my opinion, because Like that's, we've been trained to be clean and sanitary. And so that whole thing just really was frustrating, but, um, we're just cleaning more than we did before, but it's really like, (laughs) really the only thing that's changed is, um, I just, I like sanitize the shampoo bowl seat. That's the only thing different that I sanitize. Everything else was okay. always sanitized. So, you know, yeah. it's like, okay, sure. I'll, I'll add an extra wipe down. That's totally fine. Right. <laughs> that's what it's going to yeah. take. Cause you know, it's a clean environment. It's controlled. Like when they sent people outside, I was like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Cause that's not controlled, you know? Right. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that perspective from a lot of uh, salon owners, you know, we are the cleanest. Like, what are you doing shutting us down? We know how to clean. That's, you know, we've been doing it since we've opened. And I keep saying this, we are going to be clean when we open back up. I mean, (laughs) no, we're all going to be such germaphobes, too. I know, almost to like a flaw, to like a dangerous extent, you know, (laughs) like, I think we need some germs around, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. It's weird for sure. Good old 2020. What's a, what's a one word that describes 2020, Cassie? Um, one word. I would say balance. Okay. In the way that um, I've kind of seen where my life was really out of balance. You know, I was like yeah. living to work rather than working to live. Is that the right way to say it? Yeah. But yeah, I just kind of realized like, you know, we were taking every opportunity, which is really great that we even had opportunities, but... At the same time, like, there wasn't any time for anything else, you know? So um, I've really recognized, like, oh, you know what? Having a day off with nowhere to go is actually really good for me. (laughs) Right. And I'm getting to, like, enjoy that. So, yeah, I'd say balance. I'm learning it more. Let's dance. Let's shout. Shake your body down to the ground. Let's dance. Your most recent song was uh, a, a cover, right? A remake, I guess you'd call it. Shake Your Body Down to the Ground by Michael Jackson. Yeah. That was killer. I love it. I want to start playing you. that at weddings. Oh, <laughs> please do. I would be so honored. 
Yeah, I love that song. Yeah, it's so good. That's I think that's one of your favorite songs you mentioned on social media. So uh, when did you write that and, and sort of what, what inspired that? Yeah, um, so a while ago I was working on... Um, it was before my like original band, but I was working on original music with a producer here in San Diego. His name is Mark Suhonen. Okay. And, um, and we were working on originals and then I wanted to do a cover and I, it was between that song and, um, I don't know if you know the song, I'm trying to think who sings it. It's called Silly. I don't think I have. It's like an old school song. Okay. Um, and it's slower. It's like a ballad. But those two songs have just been something I've always wanted to sing. And so I showed Mark both of them. And he was like, let's go with Shake Your Body. Like, he had ideas already. So he produced that track. And it was just like, it was so fun. And it took me like, I think an hour and a half to record all the vocals. Because it was like, just already so like beloved. And then like, it just flowed out. It was yeah. just so fun. And it was like, boom, okay, done. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it came out yeah. really good. What's your studio? Where do you record? He's in like Alec Gardens. He's got this really cool like home setup, like this cool. studio at his house. Um, but since then, I've recorded like a bunch of kind of different little places. But um, that's where I recorded like all those originals with him and that Shake Your Body cover. He's recorded a few of your tracks with, with both your projects? Um, he actually mixed and mastered a couple of our Cassie B and the Stinger songs, too. Oh, cool. But at the time, before I got with the band, I was just working with him um, to yeah create some originals. I think I have... Oh, yeah, I do. I have... Um, it's called Restart My Heart. It's on Spotify and iTunes. And we actually made a music video for it, too. It's on YouTube. Cool. We'll insert that now. I've always wanted to make a music video, and my um, my friend Nick Castor, he was doing production stuff here in San Diego at the time. He's now in uh, Texas, but we yeah we created this awesome music video, and it was just such a cool experience and the song is really strong i feel and it's great hope you check it out yeah shout out to mark suhonen again uh who are some of your local favorites i know you collaborate and you know a lot of great musicians here in san diego i've got a shout out uh you know for female um vocalists uh kimmy bitter right rebecca mm-hmm. jade all all of the san diego girls are so rad and like supportive of each other it's so awesome um whitney shay whitney shay um, evan diamond had her on the podcast yeah yeah totally it's really cool because coming from theater sometimes you know i like i don't know if your daughter ever experienced this but like and it didn't happen so much at cyt but more so like just in the theater realm when you go to auditions and stuff like Mm -hmm. girls aren't nice to each other you know they're kind of cold they're not like friendly it takes a long time mainly because you're showing up and you're their competition you know so they're just like hi you know they're kind of like whatever i I could see that in school as well you know kids can be mean yeah Yeah, i mean even in the adult realm i mean i've auditioned elsewhere and it's just 
that's actually like I had to turn it into my goal for these auditions to just make a new friend because it, it made the experience so crummy when like you just felt like people were so cold, you know, and right. then it just made me more nervous. So I would actually seek out someone who would be my friend that day just to be like, hey, like, let's make this enjoyable. Let's like laugh about something, you know, but I'm right. um, getting back to the San Diego girls. It's like everybody so supportive of each other. It's so cool. And everybody has their own like strength and they don't try to like steal or like, you know, I don't know, outshine each other. It's just like we all get to shine and everybody has that attitude. Like there's plenty of gigs. There's plenty of, you know, people to love your style. And why, why bother with being like protective of it, you know? Yeah, I agree. It's such a supportive scene. Uh, the boys and the girls out there. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of talent, you know, a lot of talent here. That's kind of why I do what I do. I play in a band as well. And yeah, well said. Uh, do you collaborate? Have you collaborated with any of these girls that you mentioned? I've actually been working on some stuff with Whitney Shea. Cool. But I can't really go into it yet. But yeah, I might good. be seeing some stuff. Very cool. But other than that... I haven't necessarily collaborated, um, but if we see each other out at shows, like, you know, someone's always inviting someone else up and things like that, you know, so um, I've definitely been lucky enough to do, you know, little duets or, you know, sit in for a song or two with different groups and singers. So that's, that's been cool for sure. What's next for you, Cassie? Obviously, a slower year for live shows. What's coming up next? Yeah, so we're trying to figure out what we want to create and kind of adapt for the time being. Yeah. So we're thinking of different ways to maybe be, you know, more virtual with it. Sure. Um, And then, honestly, like, I'm kind of just taking it day by day. I don't really know. You know, it's just kind of like Ryan's been working at the grocery store which he hates, but like, it's just, (laughs) we're so grateful that, you know, he can be working. We're just going to try to get our band back up, really. I mean, we just want to get back out there and gig any way we can. So I've, I've just been praying for like different opportunities too, not necessarily with the band, but just to sing. And it's kind of crazy. They've like rolled in. And so I'm just kind of, yeah, taking it as it comes and just trying to adapt. The year of the live stream, right? Uh, have you done any live streams? I haven't. I was doing, um, in the very beginning, I was doing like little dance class live streams where I would teach some choreography mm-hmm. um, because the idea at the time was like, don't worry, we'll be back playing soon. So then when we're back in you know two weeks, you'll know this dance and we can dance at my show. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm sure they've forgotten all that choreography by now because now it's been seven months. Um, but yeah, I'm actually going to be filling in on a Betamax gig at the Belly Up for their live stream on November 20th. So I'll be singing with them. Very cool. Betamax uh, 80s cover band, right? Yep. Well, cool. We look forward to that November 20th. I'll try to release this before then uh, to give it a little promo. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, very cool. Well, really nice uh, chatting with you. I'm just going to do a quick dream segment with you, all right? Dream segment. Yeah, we're going to think positive thoughts here, all right? Okay. 
If you could tour with any band, who would it be? Oh, like outside of my band? Yeah, Mm. dreaming. Oh, that's such a good question. I've always really wanted to sing backup for Alan Stone. Okay, there you go. so bad. I would totally tour with him. He's so nice. There you go. There you go, yeah. Or Emily King. Okay, all right. Yeah. We'll put it out there in the universe. Maybe it'll come to you. You never know. You never know. Put together a dream bill for Friday night. So three bands, three local bands, and a venue. Oh, okay. Well, I love any outdoor venues, but I can't even like think of one off the top of my head right now. Humphreys um, or... Uh... Yeah, Humphreys would be rad. Sure, we'll take Humphreys. Humphreys. I haven't sold. even gotten to play there, but sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I haven't we'll either. I've been to shows there. And honestly, I mean, I've I've dreamt of having like a girl power show where it's like Whitney and Lauren Lee and Jenny and the Tramps and Kimmy yeah. Bitter, just like a just girl power show. I think yes. it'd be because we're all so different, so it'd just be so fun. Awesome, I love it. I, I love what Kimmy Bitter's been doing, you know, live from the driveway. I've, I tune into that as much as I can. and uh, I know. I've been dying to go. Yeah, there is no stopping that girl. <laughs> no. She's so awesome. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. I mean, I think they hit the road, too, uh, within the past couple of months. But it's been really, really cool uh, and inspiring to see how they sort of adapted to all the shutdown. So shout out, Kimmy. <laughs> Yeah, Kimmy, you're killing it, girl. And it looks like those shows are like such a new um, vibe than what we're used to. So yeah. I'm dying to get out to see to see one for sure because it looks so flipping fun. Right, to go to her neighborhood and kind of watch her. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I feel like it's so much more. It's like intimate, but at the same time, like you know, anybody can be there. I just think that's so cool. Right. Yeah, for our listeners that aren't aware, uh, check out Kimmy Bitter, uh, you know, at Kimmy Bitter on, on social media. She's doing a really cool thing live from the driveway. She'll chalk out on the driveway sort of the restrictions, you know, socially distanced. And it's just a, that's such a clever and cool way to adapt and continue to perform and entertain everyone that's right around you. I don't know if that's her house or maybe a parent's house, but it's working. I'm all for it. Yeah, totally. Continuing on here with the dream segment. uh, If you won the lottery tomorrow, what's the first thing you'd buy? Probably a camper van. There you go. Or a trailer. Yeah. Hit hit the road with Kimmy. (laughs) Totally. If you performed on Saturday Night Live, who would host and what song would you play? <laughs> These are good questions. Ah, thank you. Yeah. So, what is maybe what's an original song that you're very proud of, and we'll include a snippet of that. And then, who would you see hosting your SNL segment? Yeah. Well, Homebody is one of my. Um, that's one that I kind of started and came up with, and it just cool. really connects me kind of with my dad too. He was a homebody, and so. I got the inspiration for the song. I was driving home listening to Bonnie Raitt because that was his favorite. And uh, she was singing about like being a gypsy and like wanting to just frolic and like be anywhere. And I was like, gosh, I am the complete opposite. I kind of just want to like be home with the dog because I was so busy at the time, you know? Yeah. 
And so that's kind of where that song came to, to me. And so it, it just is dear to my heart because my dad, we always used to call him a homebody and stuff. So it just makes me think of him too. I'm a But man, to host, that's that's a really good question. <laughs> I love Kevin Hart. Cool. My name is Kevin Hart. I love y'all. He is really funny. I would probably really enjoy that. I'll take that. To have him introduce <laughs> Cassie B on SNL, that wouldn't be too bad, right? <laughs> yeah, it'd be fun. Cool. All right, continuing on with the dream segment, just a couple more questions. If you could bring a musician back from the dead for one final concert, who would it be? Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Yeah, I always wanted to see him live. To perform Shake Your Body Down to the Ground, right? Yeah, totally. Any of his stuff, I'd take it. I agree. Him, Prince, Hendrix. I mean, there's so many. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the other side of the spectrum, if you could wave a magic wand and make one band not exist, who would it be? <laughs> oh... Not to hate, just for fun, you know. Uh, what's maybe a band or a genre that you're not too into? I would just say any of the like people who get famous for their music just because like they have the money to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know like who that would be <laughs> at the, off the top of my head, but you know, you see all these like random like girls that like can't really sing. But, like, they have the money to get all this crazy production, and that just makes me angry. So I'd say that. They don't have the passion for it. Yeah. Or the talent. Yeah. Sorry. Or the talent. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Good answer. Sorry. Uh, last question, Cassie. Where would you like to be in five years? Um, I'd like to be traveling, doing original shows, um, and selling out, not like stadiums. I don't really care to go that big. I mean, I wouldn't turn it down, but... Right. Just to be selling out like belly ups and things like that, like, you know, decent, good venues that people show up because they like my music or like our music, you know, Um, that's where I'd like to be. And that could be my, you know, paying the bills. I love it. So your passion really is to get your original music out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a like the original stuff is very tricky for me because I feel like I do like so many styles so I'm just always you know kind of wanting to change it to be something different you know with each song so it would just be good like practice to try out everything you know does Ryan produce or does Ryan help you at all with the writing process he does yeah we've actually written a couple songs like right on there's, there have been nice, he comes home and he's just jamming on the bass and then he'll be like, come sit with me. Like, let's just try to write something. And so we do. Cause I know I've like, it takes a lot for me to sit down and try to write something. Like I don't feel comfortable in it, but he pushes me and then we've come up with some really fun stuff. Yeah. How fun. Together. Yeah. Yeah. Writing music is the kind of thing that if you have the talent for it, you don't want to, you definitely don't want to put it to waste, right? Mm -hmm. It's, uh, you feel like you're sort of dying inside if you're not, if you're not exercising that, that skill for me anyways, because I I write music, but then, you know, on the other side, you have covers, which are super fun. And like we've mentioned, covers kind of pay the bills (laughs) at times, huh? Yeah. 
Yeah, oh, definitely. Yep. It definitely does. <laughs> For sure. People like to hear those 80s and 90s jams, you know? Yeah, and I'm all, like, I have no shame in enjoying playing guilty pleasures. Like, they're, they're what make people, like, tune into another time and, like, they escape, you know? So yeah. Yeah. I, that's the part I love about the cover band. That's, like, the job is just, like, okay, let's escape to when you were in sixth grade and you really love the song and you didn't have all these crazy fears or cares, you right. know? Right, yeah. It brings you back, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Is there a song that you're just totally sick of playing? Mine is... Uh, don't stop believing. <laughs> Just a small town girl. Yeah, I could I could live without that one for a while, and I just cannot stand to play happy one more day. Right. Happy so I never I'm have over. To play that crazy repetitive song, like yep. it would be so, so super happy. repetitive. Because I'm happy. <laughs> what what's your go-to <laughs> dance song? You know, to really get everyone out. I'd say at weddings, it's like for the past year or two for me, it's been like 24 karat magic or Mm -hmm. the line dances, the Cupid shuffles, stuff like that. Yeah. Uptown funk is still just like no miss there. Um, And then I love, we have a mashup with Cassie B Project where we start with another one bites the dust and then we go right into good times and then I go right into rapper's delight Yes. And then we go right into I Want You Back by Jackson 5. And like, it never fails. There you go. I Want You Back never fails. Like, yeah. It, people get so excited and so jumpy and happy. And it makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Music, gosh, it's, it's just so crazy. We've been talking about 2020. And on top of everything going on, it's like music has sort of been you know, taken away from us in a lot of ways when the world really needs it more than ever, right? Yeah, totally. Like the in-person though is what's taken away. Like so many people have still, you know, totally chugged along and done the virtuals and those are actually a great alternative, I think, because a lot of times so many of my friends and family like couldn't come to my show because it starts at 10 and they have kids and like, you know, so I love that it's created this new opportunity for people to be in their home and like enjoy, you know, your talent. But at the same time, like what I was saying earlier, you know, like we need the like interaction with each other. We need the like shared, like with a stranger, even, you know, when you're out seeing live music, like they love this. I love this. Like, let's dance, you know, just those sorts of things. Um, I think, yeah. And like that and Disneyland, we just need it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Disneyland was just sort of uh, the enforcements are not going to be lifted anytime soon. And I understand that as sad as it is. But, you know, Disneyland's kind of a luxury park event. But um, oh, yeah. But yeah, music, the music scene doesn't do well without human interaction. Right. I mean, the planet doesn't do well without human interaction, but music has to have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. We hope it gets back uh, to normal sooner than later. Uh, really nice chat with you, Cassie. Check out cbmusicproductions.com. Uh, your Instagrams are Cassie at Cassie B Project and at Cassie B Music. And uh, you can check out CB Music Productions on YouTube. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. Tell your mom hello. Mary, I hello. I will. Hi, Mom. She's rocking it. <laughs> cool, Cassie. Really nice chatting with you. Uh, all the best to you and Ryan, and uh, we'll, we'll keep in touch. We'll have to network together a little bit more, too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, super down. 
All right. All the best. Take care. Nice chatting. All righty. Thanks, Dre. Cassie B. Nice chatting with you. Be sure to check out her live stream this Friday, November 20th from Belly Up with Betamax. Thank you guys for listening. See ya. I'm a